Type Network presents The views and opinions expressed in the Pisada Tales are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent those of the people, institutions, or organizations that they may or may not be associated with professionally or personally unless explicitly stated. Any content provided by the host and guests are of their own knowledge and opinion and do not intend to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. Hello, Jay here. Um, we're back. We're back with the Pesara Tales for the year 2022. Uh, and in behalf of uh, Miss Pubs, we would like to say thank you very much for the support that you've given us throughout the past year. Uh, it took a little bit of time to, um, to prepare this new episode and the episodes to come. Uh, but we're now, we're back. Uh, we're, we'll continue to do our best to give, uh, you know, great content uh, regard uh, about our uh, education system no? and of course some of the learnings and stories that uh, Miss Pobs and I have uh, through our uh, I would say years of teaching uh, so yeah we really look forward to uh, spending more time uh, sharing our stories and uh, we hope that you'll continue to uh, support us throughout 2022. Also, if you are listening through Spotify or uh, Apple, we really appreciate it if you could give us a rating, a star rating. No? Uh, five stars would be great, but it really it's up to you. Uh, we really appreciate the feedback that you give us. Uh, and it will really help us improve our, uh, our show. So thank you very much, and we hope that you would uh, enjoy this episode. Through education, you can also better yourselves in other ways. You learn how to learn, how to think critically and find solutions to unexpected challenges. Education also teaches you the value of discipline. You can learn how to be a better human being. Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixar Tale. I'm Jay Mestrelia, or Sir Jay, as my students call me. And I'm B. Poblete, or Miss Pobs, as my students call me. And along with my high school buddy, Jay, we're sharing our thoughts and experiences as young millennial teachers. All right. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we're back. This is our first episode for the new year. No? And it's pretty much the second week, almost, of the uh, of the year. But no worries. It feels uh, like it's been another year. <laughs> it be- well, yeah, pretty much. So um, well, thank you very much as well. To our listeners uh, for still sticking with us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want to catch up on our previous episodes, you can find us streaming through Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple. All right. And uh, as always, the Pizarra Tales is part of the Filipinas Indie Podcast and Entertainment Network or Pipe Network for short. Uh, you can check out all the other amazing podcasts and content from the network. Just click the link in the description of this episode. If you also want to chat with us in our Facebook group, it's the Teacher's Lounge by the Pisara Tales. Right. So, um, yeah, how, how are the holidays, B? Uh, I know we did like several, you know, uh, Christmas-themed episodes. Uh, how was the break for yeah. you guys? Um, you know, it was the same old. We're starting, it's a bad thing, but we're starting to get the hang of pandemic Christmas. <laughs> right, right. So uh, just so... very... Um, close with the family only like the nuclear family only and then calls right. with all the other people yeah yeah uh same goes for us no um even if na, you know we've seen a lot of our pe- uh, a lot of our peers no go on like uh part like well, i wouldn't say parties but like rather larger gatherings, gatherings. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know admittedly we, we have ours as well no? but it was still rather nuclear uh and yeah i i i guess uh the, a lot of us had a really fun time at least it was better this past 2021 uh, uh than 2020 yeah. but now uh we're uh i guess suffering through <laughs> the consequences of our actions so uh you know just a disclaimer now uh for anyone who's probably wondering why i sound a little bit uh, awful um uh, you know uh I'm sick, like the most of us, like most people are, uh, and so you know if you are listening to this and you're sick as well, you know we we hope and we pray that uh, you guys get well, uh, you know, 
there's not much to say about that. Um, so our for and for our first episode of the year, no, uh, we'd like to touch on two topics. Not not really two topics, but more of like, uh, we want to discuss first, uh, the the attempt, right? The attempt, uh, yeah. for uh face to face classes, right? So uh, if you guys would recall, no, uh, mid to I think mid November twenty twenty one, uh, yeah. DepEd approved the um. The face-to-face classes for pilot certain testing, schools. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. pilot testing of. Uh, I think we had an episode on that. <laughs> yeah, and we did have an episode on that. No? Yeah. Uh, but now, several months, several weeks in, uh, before uh, they stopped because of alert level three and rising cases here uh, in the Philippines, we had like several weeks to see uh, how face-to-face classes were uh, going on. Uh, so I would like to ask you first, be on your thoughts, no, based on some of the things that we've seen on the news. Uh, what do you think about the the attempt? I think that the attempt is, it was a good idea. I'm not so sure about the execution or timing, but it's definitely a good idea to start getting, you know, school back into, I guess, the normal, like, normal yeah way of things so like kind of like crawling towards normal for school because we're seeing that the students are really suffering from mm-hmm. the pandemic and the online classes so getting them back to face-to-face classes would be good for them but i don't know about the timing right yeah um timing is unfortunate no uh because uh they started out when the cases were supposedly getting lower Right, supposedly. Uh, so, you know, the government uh, had an attempt to uh, to bring about face to face classes, and it's not even yeah. most of the most of the face to face classes happened in the provinces where the cases are talagang much lower compared to say the national capital region. Although I think there are some schools here in NCR as well that tried it out, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, not everyone, not all students were there. Parang I think they did this in batches, you no, know, like. Uh, some 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 kids would uh, attend school face to face a certain day, um, and all that. Uh, from my observations, no, I think uh, one thing that I could point out and really bothered me a bit, no, was the use of certain uh, what do you call this? Certain fixtures, this. <laughs> certain fixtures, <laughs> yeah, uh, particularly you know barriers and all that. Um, with the with the knowledge that we know now that uh, COVID is airborne, no, I I feel like and this is a common sentiment I guess for a lot of those that understand uh, how COVID is transmitted. Mm-hmm. The, the the barriers, the plastic barriers, feel like a waste of money and a waste of effort because they actually just they don't help in the circulation of the classroom. Actually, they can they hinder the air circulation because they, they hinder have the blocks. Yeah. Exactly, and I think it's also uh, yeah. a bit embarrassing for you know, <laughs> these are schools. This is where you get educated. This is where you learn about like the scientific process. Like you test things out, you find out what works, what doesn't work, and so they should be the ones who should be implementing the latest research. I think maybe it's a lot to ask from a grade school to understand like these well, yeah. high paper, these high polluting papers about airflow but then i would say like colleges and high schools they should be implementing the latest knowledge so yeah. it's a bit embarrassing on that front and it's it's rather ironic no uh like i mentioned mm-hmm. that actually some of these schools especially in the provinces if you would look at the architecture they're pretty much built to have like really good airflow no? if you just open the windows you actually, just need to yeah. open the windows and the doors uh and like put some electric fans there i think that would be better than actually putting you know barriers this is kind of like the facial dilemma that we have but like mag <laughs> like magnified in the scale that is seen in our classrooms no so that's very much unfortunate but um we've been seeing some anecdotes as well no that the kids that did go to face-to-face classes really did you know miss they, they missed the whole idea and so, like, they actually enjoyed it, in a sense. Na parang, okay, natuwa sila na at least nakabalik sila sa klase, nakabalik sila sa classroom, no? they got to see some of their friends and their teachers. Uh, and I think that's the 
the, the, the morale boost that comes with uh, the face-to-face classes. No, uh, albeit it, it's rather unprepared, but they can't deny that there are kids and uh, teachers that actually saw the good things in it. No? I think that if you ask anyone, anyone who's done face-to-face and online learning, I think without a doubt, probably 100%, okay, less than 100, but then like <laughs> most most people will say that they prefer the face-to-face classes especially small children because they need to be around other children like they can't i don't want children to be communicating like we do like they shouldn't be chatting they shouldn't be on twitter or facebook so the only social interaction they get with other kids should be face-to-face classes yeah definitely no uh well there's always that worry of uh uh, them carrying uh, diseases no uh it's it's still better for them talaga to really interact with their peers. Kasi nga, yeah. they're in their formative years. Eh. They're, they're in that point where they need to develop these uh, social skills and, uh, you know, just needed for their for their growth. And, you know, the mm-hmm. pandemic took that away from us. And so, at least this sliver of hope was uh, instilled in some of the kids. No? Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, it came to an abrupt end because of the rising cases. And, uh, just recently, you know, before we started the recording, I read I read a news uh, a news article, you no, know, yeah, they're planning to re- uh, the limit yung face to face limited face to face classes. They're planning to reinstate that actually by the end of January for for college, particularly for yeah, college. I saw that. Yeah, so yeah, my friends um, who are still in college are kind of apprehensive about that because mm-hmm. they <laughs> there's no why do I have friends yeah. in college <laughs> I have friends who are in college uh, but, but then know, they're they're looking forward to it but at the same time in their online classes so I have this friend she she has like let's say they're 50 in the class and then literally half of the class have COVID right now oh, no. so she was saying if they were to go into the face-to-face classes right. Knowing that like half of her class have COVID, then what's gonna happen to the other half if not catch COVID from the others? So they're all kind of apprehensive about it, but also looking forward to it. You know how um, you know back in the day when uh, we would have class <laughs> suspensions based on yeah. you know storms, and you, yeah. you, usually it's like the college students that are like the last to be suspended. Parang sila yung college mm-hmm. yung so suspend. Uh, and then we waterproof always, talaga yeah waterproof yeah. ganyan and now apparently we're COVID proof as well but uh, you know um, I think some schools will I don't think some uh, there, I, I, I'm pretty sure there will be some schools that will go against the direction na para they would still take into consideration the health and safety of their not only the students no, but also the teaching staff because uh, it's really yeah. I, I don't think I don't like we want to have face-to-face classes. Uh, we want we want it to, be, but we also want it to be as safe as possible. So yeah. you know, we, I I I feel awkward talking about this at times now because we've done several episodes that we say the same thing over and over again. But really, <laughs> that's the reality that we're in, and we just have to keep reminding ourselves that uh, mm-hmm. we have to wait for the better days to come before we could actually implement. Like face-to-face classes, no. Um, any final thoughts on I think, that? I think every school wants to protect their students. That's why we have the class suspensions when there's mm-hmm. a typhoon, because you don't want your students swimming through floods to get to class, and like that kind of thinking for many many years is what kept students safe during typhoons. Like otherwise, students would be risking their lives for classes so why is it that now they're ready to risk the university students lives like i know that lots of people say this new case is milder but then it's milder for the general populace but there are some people who are immunocompromised there are some people with comorbidities and some of them are college students so why are we exposing them now to a danger when before it would be like cancel classes suspend classes yeah definitely you know um We'll, we'll we'll see we'll continue to monitor the developments on that no uh, yeah. because I think that's still an sa end pa ng January and I think we could do an episode on that uh, based on the aftermath uh, but before we head into our break though we'd like to 
talk about for at least for after the break when we get back uh we'll talk about how you know miss bobs and i dealt with teaching naman so we'll go into the teaching mm-hmm. side and how we've been dealing with teaching during the pandemic particularly in online classes no uh we've yeah. touched on this several on several episodes but not really done a whole episode on it so uh, i'm looking forward to talking about that but we'll be right back we'll just take a quick break this is still the Pissar tales What's the scariest story is you know? Is it from a book, a movie, a TV or show? Or is it something that happened in real life? My name is Andrew. And I'm Ninja. Come join us as we talk all things horror. The frightening, alarming, real-life tales show. Whatever you're listening to right now. You are listening to the Pisara Tales, a podcast where we talk about the experiences of being an educator inside and outside of the classroom. Kahit di ka teacher student ngayon, may matututunan ka dito. So while you're waiting for the next lesson or habang ginagawa mo ang assignment or thesis mo, listen to our own show at Rule20 Podcast, that is R-U-L-E-2-0, available kung saan nyo man napapainggan to. And now, back to the podcast. And we're back. Welcome back here to the Prasara Tales, where you're still with me and Miss Pubs. No, and uh, well, before the break, we talked about the state of face-to-face classes. Uh, at least what we've seen just thus an far. update, yeah. Just an update, no. Now, uh, while the rest of the teaching population and the rest of the schools, no, that didn't apply for face-to-face classes, uh, are still stuck uh, either doing distance learning. In the form of modules, or in our case, like uh, with Miss Bob's and I, experienced you no know, online classes, right? So oh, we've touched on this like just in small doses, but now we're really going to talk about our personal experiences. You no, know? uh, <laughs> what do you miss uh, about uh, online classes? No? Because uh, I recognize that you're you're not you're not doing it at the moment, no? but. Back when yeah. you were still doing uh, online classes, um, what were some of the fond memories that you had? I think that at the beginning of online classes, it was kind of exciting for us to find all these new tools. So we discovered the the whole Google suite that we weren't using before and the school was paying for apparently. And so we were playing with all of those things and then interactive games. Like, you remember the Among Us craze of <laughs> a while back? So my students were really into that. And it was like... A, kind of our way of coping was seeing all of the new stuff that you could try out. But then after a while, even the new stuff started to get old. So like we were running out of ways to um, stay excited about online learning. Yeah, you're right. I think the the novelty of uh, online classes wore off at some point that, uh, you know, when we experienced the first full school year, Right, because we yeah. um, we went into online class abruptly, uh, March April of uh, 2020, you know? and then yeah. uh, when we started out the next school year online classes, medyo, we kind of worked out the kinks already. But now at some, uh, at, by the end of that school year, I think everyone was just tired of it and sick of it, and yeah, you know, parang nawala yung parang appeal, yeah, no, but um. Currently, I think in this school year, uh, we kind of, for uh, personally, parang yung experience is we kind of went back to basics, right? Now, mm-hmm. even if we are doing online classes, I think we we started to look into the basics of um, teaching, like how do we properly assess or how do we properly hone the skills, right? Yeah. Um, I dealt away with rather objective types of mm-hmm. questioning uh, objective objective types of assessment no i don't ask the usual okay um what is the blah 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 blah, blah or you know parang hindi na uso yung mga matching type or mga enumeration kasi yeah. obviously they can easily look it up so parang the focus now of my assessment usually would be okay how would you apply the knowledge that uh that we yeah, that are, that is being taught to you so it's more about application at this point now i think that if i were a student and every subject was asking me like 
deep questions and no one was giving me something mindless like a crossword i would get fatigued really quickly if if i were a student you need some of the like the matching type crossword memo types i think to fill in the like a filler episode like every good show has a filler episode because if it were all just drama 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 yeah um so that's why personally then i moved a little bit back to the objective types especially that you know, the kids in our school, they have science books. So sometimes what I would do instead of like my my application kinds of questions, mm-hmm. and ganun, I just make uh, make them do uh, no, book work. Maybe I'm going pages that they would answer. And some I like I recognize that some of the questions that are rather objective, but like you're right. Um it's more of a it's more of a break for them as well. But eh? you just have to trust that the the information will get to them. Because I think we also recognize that uh, I don't think there, there's a student of ours that fully understands the lessons that are being taught to them, like academically. Parang lahat sila sabaw eh. I mean, patira naman yung teacher nila sabaw. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you, ganun yung vibe na nakukuha ko rin. Parang, iniintindi ko lang sila. Tapos, uh, iniintindi nila ako. Parang, we recognize that we're not in a very uh, apt uh, situation. And so we just make mm-hmm. do with the best of it. Yeah, I think that um, a lot of education right now, so the teachers and the students, they're all just learning how to be better at making do or like how to be better at dealing with the situation. But everybody is just like clinging to that hope that the situation will improve. So this is all just band-aid solutions. Then we're all just hoping that the situation will improve. So how do you think how do you think like your your morale and the students' morale have been affected clinging to that hope for so long? It's funny because I think it's more of a roller coaster at this point for us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yung start ng online teaching sa amin, like nung back in 2020. Nga, there's still the novelty. So I think everyone was on a morale, a relatively high morale, or at least very hopeful na the pandemic would end uh, very soon. Uh, but nga, yung the fact that we're doing all these tools, nga, like in your case, using the Google Suite, uh, ganun din sa amin, <laughs> no? uh, and also like just learning about these all these different apps and websites that are readily available uh, and we how we applied it in our teaching. I think uh, that's where everyone was rather excited about going to school. Pero uh, when we start to get to the dog days of under, uh, like yung mga uh, bandang dulo na ng school year, that's where the fatigue started to set in. And then we had a break, like the usual school break. Mm-hmm. And then when we went back, so medyo slightly high morale right at least <laughs> slightly parang, high it's slightly high right and also there's the prospect kasi parang months before the christmas break we were also planning to go back face to face but like mm-hmm. uh hindi kami sumabay dun sa pilot testing parang ang balak sana namin would be by the end of this january 2022 right yeah but obviously, uh, that's uh, that's out the window now. Pero it didn't happen. I yeah. think the the prospect of going back face to face got some of the kids excited, especially those students na um, they enrolled in our school and started out in the online class setting. Yeah. They've never seen and I guess the graduating before. class. Uh, yeah. There's also that, yung graduating class, parang uh, they, they just want to see the school one more time, ganyan. Uh, pero also yung mga, yung, yung mga students na uh, they've never seen their teachers in person before. They've never seen any of their classmates before in person. Um, for them, there was that prospect na, oh, pwede natin, ano, like, we could actually meet our teachers and our peers and all that. Yeah. And that got them a little bit excited. Uh, but now that the plan's out, in your case, ba? I think that the school was, when I was in the school last, so I resigned um, before this start of the school year. But the plan was for this semester, so this current semester, for the senior high school graduating class to come back 
So just the grade 12, because right. most of them are adults naman actually. So most of mm-hmm. them are 18. And just you know, just so they can see each other and their teachers for the last semester of school. But then that plan was also... Scrapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that plan was also scrapped because, of course, the student safety comes first. Yeah. I think that I... Um, our generation, we lived through the... What was that one in... When we were first year high school, what was that? Swine flu? Yeah. We missed a month of school. And I think that everyone who lived through that experience, so our batch as students, like our generation of students, and also the teachers of that time, they were expecting probably COVID to be a similar situation, like one month of school gone, but then we'll just have to pick up after that month. I think a lot of the older teachers were banking on that. Yeah, we were were hoping that it was something that Yung parang H1N1 dati, na parang mm-hmm. It was just you know, several weeks, uh, a month at the most. Pero yeah. we're now three years in and we're still here. No? But uh, let's, let's circle back no, a little bit dun sa, yeah. sa tools. No? Uh, what were some of the tools na parang very much uh, nagamit mo ng gusto uh, in terms of online uh, teaching? No? Kasi, I mean, Zoom. We were, like, uh, sorry? <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. Well, yeah, obviously, because that's our main uh, main use. Though. But like, what are some, probably some of the websites that, or some of the apps that parang you found useful in using uh, for teaching? Um. So, as a science teacher, the FET simulations, the FET yeah. Colorado simulations, they saved my life because we couldn't bring the kids to lab and make them do lab work. But that's really it's really important that you get to like try things out for science that you remember it. Yeah. So the simulations and it kind of looks like a game. Like it looks like those old school flash games. Yeah. So uh, medyo, it was ane, fun for them. Parang, yeah, medyo cheesy yung itsura niya, but like <laughs> corny times, yeah. Medyo corny, pero it was yeah, it did the work now. Yeah, the Pet Colorado simulations was great. Um anything else pala, sorry? Um what else did I I really like the Google Suite. Like, I, I there was some point where I was making the Google Slides into click and drag worksheets. So it's kind of like a game mm-hmm. for them. And then what were what else were we doing? And then we would make a spreadsheet that everyone would fill out their own box so that we could look at everyone's opinions on something or everyone's research all in one frame. Like, so basically just, like, trying to get these tools that we know to work for us. So, like, yeah. making all of the tests into Google Forms and <laughs> all of the yeah. check-ins, Google Forms also. Yeah, yeah, basically, Google saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. No, um, Particularly for me, naman, we use Jamboard a lot. So, mm. Jamboard, if, uh, if you're not familiar for our listeners, no, Jamboard is kind of like a virtual uh, whiteboard. Whiteboard, where, yeah. Yeah, where you can actually, uh, you know, write stuff using a pen or a uh, pencil or whatever. But also, um, since it's virtual, you can also put pictures. You can also put text. No, and it was very very helpful uh, for teaching because there are some, like there are days, cause especially back in face to face classes, no, there are days that I don't want to use slides. Like there are just days that I would I like, do yeah. the old school way of like writing on the whiteboard. Um, Using that as my quote unquote slides, you know, or visual aids, you know. Uh, and yeah, I got to recreate that experience using Jamboard. So very much helpful. Yun. Uh, I also used, yeah, Young Pet Colorado and Brain Pop. So Brain Pop is another website that had like games that are very much useful for, especially mm-hmm. in science. Uh, pretty much I use that to either. Um, start out a class na parang pampagana ganyan or yeah. uh, or integrate it actually as like a, an assessment um yeah i i think those were some of the the fun parts no, that we were talking about earlier i think that um something that i had a lot of trouble with and the students had a lot of trouble with was group works ah yes because pre pandemic it was also the same case that Okay, so you'll meet up in class, like divide yourselves into three groups of three. So the three of them will agree, like, who's going to make the Google Doc? And then we'll all go online at 9 p.m. later. All right. And so that already wasn't ideal. I remember when we were 
when back in the old days when we yeah. were kids, we would go to someone's house to finish a project. Right? Mm-hmm. You would go like if it's an art project, you'd go to someone's house, spend the whole afternoon on the floor making the project. Except now, like not now, pre-pandemic, kids were already meeting up online to do group works. Right. They already said it was bad. They said it was like <laughs> we all agreed 9 p.m. This there's one person who's like gonna say they have no Wi-Fi, except you have no way of verifying that. And but then now it's like they said it's ten times worse because they can't they don't even have that assurance of meeting up in class or seeing them the next day at school and being like, hey, you didn't show up. Because there's some people who just vanish from the Zoom calls. There are some people who just vanish for several days at a time. Like, of course, attendance is still checked. But then because we were more lenient, we understand that the students are all going through something. You don't, we couldn't like very, we couldn't very well go to the house and be like, come back to school. (laughs) Uh, Especially when there's, especially when... Right. Like the Wi-Fi would be down. Like if PLDT or Converge was having problems, then <laughs> all of the students using that would go. So group works became an extra source of stress yeah. rather than a way for them to learn how to work together. Yeah. Uh, and also, just uh, what do you call it? There, there's that, the Google Docs, but also there's like the Zoom breakout rooms. Have you ever tried using that as well? <laughs> yeah. I never... I don't think they're crickets as uh what do you call it? They're as effective as people think they are. Every time every time for, I would do for adults, maybe yeah. for working for people in like a work setting, they're yeah. gonna work as a team. I think it's a different situation when your income depends on it yeah, rather than depends. when you're a student. Yeah. Parang every time I would do breakout uh room sessions now. Um uh, Whenever I would check on the individual rooms, it's always yeah you're right crickets. Parang wala nang, wala nagsasalita, parang nobody's taking initiative or anything. Everyone is off cam and muted and all that. Parang it's it's not as effective as you're right when uh, when we talk about uh, adults in a work setting. Because no one for I think for kids no wala yung there's a different kind of awkwardness when you're physically with each other. And nobody's yeah, saying anything. Yeah. So parang they're they're <laughs> they'll like, laugh about it. Yeah. They'll laugh about it, or they're they're gonna be forced to to take initiative. Whereas now, since nga sa breakout sessions, pwede mag off cam, pwede mag mute. Wala, hindi parang walang nangyayaring So I think that um, what I learned about those breakout sessions. So you know how you usually try to keep a group small, like maybe three people to five people. Right. It's the ideal group so that everyone can have a chance to say something. And then I, for one class, I was desperate because the class size was huge. And so they were mm-hmm. like seven in a group. And then when <laughs> I was jumping from room to room, because they were seven in a group, hindi nila napapansin that I was entering the room. Yeah, It's not like if you're three, tas biglang there's a fourth. Yeah, you'll see you notice it kagad. So some of them were on their phone, siguro, and I was on the second page. If they don't know that the teacher's jumping into the room... It's not silent. So uh, I think they just know that you're in there. So that's why they'll suddenly be like, oh, you si sir, and they'll mute that camera off. But then I would jump around and hear the weirdest conversation. <laughs> it's like, parang, oh, do you want me to leave? Like, what are you talking about? I don't know what, parang but, yeah. the weirdest thing I walked into a breakout room session would be more of somebody's playing music. <laughs> like you, you know how somebody would like just share their screen and then start playing music. Para, I yeah, guess for the to, vibes, yeah. For the vibes, <laughs> I don't think I've experienced yung mga weird conversations. No? But yeah, you're right. I think lang sila when I'm in the room. So yeah. parang they don't know what to say. Because they have to look busy. Kasi, in, in a face-to-face class, when you divide them into groups, they make the tables face each other. Thus, they have yeah. a yellow pad. When you walk close to them, when you walk away, they stop. feeling. Or at least, for example, if you gave them like uh, a Google Docs sheet, makita mo na naka-share mm-hmm. screen naman. And then, pag dumating na sa kwarto, it's probably a little bit of input there already para lang may may experience yeah. sila uh, whenever I'm in the room. Right. So, let's talk about another aspect no, of doing online classes. Is, yun nga, uh, the fact we're doing this at home, um, I think mm-hmm. yung 
kasi di ba nawala yung of course there's the whole idea na nawala yung separation of work and uh, home no uh, but mm-hmm. it's really evident when there are things na nangyayari sa bahay na nahagip ng klase like have you ever had instances where you would have deliveries and then uh, that happened during class and they're like there's nobody else that would receive them so yeah. either you would have to pause Uh, the class or you know something that happens parang what are some of those instances that you've experienced na, na like you realize na oh shucks nawala talaga yung uh, yung separation ng work and home i think that um maybe like the top three for me number one is that this a lot of students would be taking the calls in the room and the bed is just too close and too tempting so sometimes <laughs> I'll I'll be scrolling through the pages and checking on the students' videos because I'd ask them to turn on the video. Nakawan naman yung video pero nakaligan na yung bata. And then another thing is pets and family members who mm-hmm. just suddenly enter like biglang papasok yung aso niya or biglang there's a shirtless Lolo walking yeah, yeah, yeah. the screen oh, and then the whole class is just derailed because we're all laughing <laughs> at the shirtless Lolo. Yeah. And then I'd say the third one is that because they're at home, there's no... And not all homes have a, like a special space for the student to study. So, for example, if they're in a home... I had a student who has five younger siblings and lahat sila nasa sala. Yeah. Because that's where the Wi-Fi reached. It didn't reach the room. So, six of them doing online classes at the same time. So, of course, my student had to have her camera off and muted the whole time. Even if she had something to say, she would just type it in the chat. Yeah. So, I think that that, like, the lack of a special, like, a specific space yeah. for lack learning, which is a school, the lack of privacy, or, like, you know, just the dedicated space that Mm-mm. the school gives, it puts you in the mindset to learn. But if you're in the sala with all of your younger siblings yeah. running around, <laughs> no way will you learn. Yeah, parang ganon din sa akin kasi I do have uh, students that have uh, siblings in the same school, no? So sometimes I would overhear like uh, my colleagues like teaching yeah. na sa kapatid nila, ganon para maririnig ko yung klase ng iba. No? Um, ang funny rin, alala ko lang yung there's like this one time I had a student na during class like nakabukas yung camera niya uh, nagluluto siya ng ano, pansat kanton So like <laughs> the, the the phone is in uh, she's in the kitchen. Uh nandoon yung phone niya. Eh parang nag kasi like tinanong niya ako sir kan ano uh, kasi I allow my students to eat. Obviously they're at home so who am I to yeah. like, stop them from you know eating something during class. But like even this, actually even in face to face I would allow it. Yeah, I'd actually, be like basta hindi siya like KFC like something yeah, super smelly. Yeah, crackers okay lang. Yeah, but like yeah. ang funny lang kasi the student took it one step further na parang uh, <laughs> nandun siya sa kusina as in literal siya nagluluto ng pansit kanto and I just laughed it off parang I wasn't really so annoyed kasi first of all uh, the student took the time to actually still be in the call <laughs> parang yeah, you, yeah. I mean obviously na one may argue na parang you shouldn't have been doing that during class hours but like you know I mean, these are weird times. So, iniyan ko na lang. Binibiro you gotta ko do na, what you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Parang binibiro ko na lang na baka pwede naman makahingi niya, no? Parang namimiss ko. Like, I try to keep it as light as possible. I also have a student na their, their, their cat uh, and their husky would act out during class. Like, there's this one time talaga na habang mm-hmm. nagkaklase yung bata, the cat would just walk in front of the camera. Like blocking. Then, like, so webcam talaga. Yeah, so webcam talaga. Ganyan. O kaya minsan naman habang nag-re-recite yung batang yun, tumatahol yung husky nila. So, ano. And actually, it happened to me as well since we have dogs in the house. So sometimes it's not mm-hmm. just the students. Sometimes it's us. Na parang, yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes our dogs would, uh, especially now in this current setup I'm in where I'm working uh, in our dining room. So when our dogs would act out, I would actually have to pause my teaching <laughs> and actually like tell them to shut up because it's really distracting both not just for me but also for the students because they're yeah. reading So you know you gotta do what you gotta do at times. Um, there the there's not uh, it's not 
it's not really a discipline issue. It's more of just, you know, understanding the situation we're in. It's weird times. I I would just let everything slide. So mm. there's this one student like who really, really needed to use the bathroom. But they also didn't want to miss class. But we were also running out of time. So oh, no. <laughs> they, they brought the class. Like, naka, naka off naman yung camera niya. Yeah. Naka mute naman siya. But we all knew they were in yeah, the you toilet. Yeah, we all knew that she was in the toilet. Yeah. Like, we'll just, we'll let everything slide. and. Mm. Do yeah, they do they require your kids to wear uniforms, power or like have that semblance of? No, um, we personally we didn't uh, we didn't require that. We just told them now wear something, uh, decent. Decent. Like, don't be in yeah. your pajamas. Don't be in your sandal. You know. What I know are the teachers? We don't have a uniform. Parang our ah, back in the, okay. parang we have a dress code. Ba, na parang dati kasi long, uh, long sleeves polo, necktie, slacks, at least mm. for guys. No? And then for girls, yung, uh, medyo mas flexible kasi nga, you could wear, like, uh, basta dress na mukhang pwede pang trabaho. Kaya medyo like business casual. Yeah, business, business <laughs> yeah. casual. No? But uh, now, parang as long as it's colored. So usually I go for like polo shirts. Uh, para lang simple lang na at least mukha pa rin, like, mukha pa rin decente. Uh, for our kids, we don't really require them. Although, Uh, some of the some of the parents actually like instituted themselves just so that the kid would have some sort of I, set, I, I uh, get that. Uh, parang professionalism of some sort na parang you know okay you, you know that you're in class like I know you're at home but also you have to be you know your mindset should be like in class mode and I guess like some, the ceremony of putting on the uniform yeah the ceremony of like you have to you sit a little straighter exactly so It helps with their routine, eh. It helps them. Be... But nowadays, I don't see any. I don't. I don't think I see anyone. <laughs> Nobody with... tries anymore. Yeah, parang I think tinaman na sila lahat. No? The only time I see them in their uniforms would be for PE, just because you know mm-hmm. they're, they're actually going to do something, naman. Pero parang saan? Parang wala naman eh. <laughs> Nag uniform. Sa inyo ba? Um, they they tried. That at the beginning, they really tried. I had some very like philosophical students na matutulog in the uniform para naka-uniform sila paggising nila. Oh, some gosh. students na may uniform lang na nakasampay next to their desk so that when it's class time, they'll put it on top of their pambahay. Sheesh. And then the teachers din naman, it's, the uniform is pretty stuffy. Like, it's, you're at home. It doesn't seem right na naka-full uniform. Yeah. Like, where are you, are you gonna wear heels at home? Are you gonna <laughs> wear the whole tights and makeup and everything? Right. But then I, I know a lot of teachers then who would try to make the effort to, like, wear the uniform to fix up as they would if, as if they were going to school. I think must evident Because we have to be presentable, eh. yeah. Must evident in sa lower years. I think mm-hmm. na parang mm-hmm. yung the whole effort of uh, dressing up uh, that's more evident in the elementary the early grades because it helps then dun sa yung sa mindset ng mga bata no? yung mga high schooler medyo tinatamad na yan eh um, they they they, <laughs> they don't want they, oh, well they are actually they don't want to go through the charades of You know, we we know where it's, we're no we know we know. Teens are very jaded. Yeah, like, they're very they're like, jaded. I can see exactly. right through your. Uh, this is actually seen as well in uh, your morning assembly, namin. So we would have <laughs> we would still do morning assembly. So we would have like, uh, the set of slides na nandun yung lupang hinirang, yung school him, panatamakamay, <laughs> all the stuff ganyan Um, and then sometimes our uh, our headmaster, what he would do. Uh, especially if there's time like wala nang announcements ganyan uh, just mm-hmm. to kill the time he would actually like do some interviews or some surveys and i would notice <laughs> na it's usually the grade ones the grade twos they're the ones that are more always, participative yeah. always uh, like they would actually use the raise hand function sa zoom and then they would actually give out answers ganyan yung mga, yung mga high schoolers wala na yan tinatamad na yan they just, just want to get it over with no? so Yeah. Do you guys do morning assembly as well? Like, how do you guys We do did. morning assembly? We did the... So, they instituted it per department at first, but then that was a mess to have like, <laughs> the whole high school in one Zoom call, expect uh, everyone to be there at once. 
So what they did is it's by section. So the homeroom teacher is the one who holds the flag sem. And we would cycle through the students, like, you're going to do the Panata Makabayan, you're going to do yeah. the national anthem, you're going to do the student's vision, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, it was just like, it was evident that people were just trying to get through it as quickly as humanely possible. <laughs> like, I have never heard anyone do the Panata Makabayan that quickly in my life. <laughs> I was like, na, no, oh. Oh my. I was like, okay, Eminem, thank you. Yeah. But it's it, it, I think yung on paper these things no uh, you doing the things that we use we used to do uh, back in face to face mm-hmm. classes and still trying to uh, make some sense of still doing it now in online classes it's really more of just the normalcy of it parang yeah I know it's stupid sometimes na why would we do something like this pero You know, it's like kids, why are we why are we doing the the hand thing for a virtual yeah, flag? Why, like I had like, a student do, who brought why that up. Why are we actually like, standing it's not a real flag. up? Yeah, yeah. Parang, why are we actually standing up from our seats? Parang, it's really more to do with uh, the the routine, the normalcy. Because uh, if we just at least for us, parang, if we feel that we would just surrender and just you know, parang not do these things, no. Medyo, mm-hmm. mahirapang kang mawala sa mindset mo na, okay, uh, we are stuck in this hellhole for uh, for the foreseeable future. No? I think it helps then, uh, well, varying degrees, no? but I think it still helps that we we yeah. tend to do these routines, uh, even in uh, online classes. No? Something that I think that maybe students don't realize, because I know that students... They they like to see their friends, so that's what they're missing. They're not really so excited about classes and tests. It's more of seeing their friends. And I think that what students might not realize is that teachers also like to see their friends. So what we what I and the other members of the faculty would talk about. So we had little chat groups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the like me and my seatmate had a chat group, me and my other seatmate had little chat. Right. And we would be chatting on Messenger, but it's just not the same as when you're in the faculty room and someone's going to shout from one end and someone shouts from the other end. And I think that that's really affected the teachers because we have no idea what each other is doing. And I think that was also affecting the way that we were able to teach because... The students would be like, how come you're assigning this? Uh, the other subject assigned it for the same day, something yeah. for the same day, and then someone else. And it's like, why don't you guys talk to each other? And then I'm just like, we don't. We can't anymore. <laughs> uh, it's like, how is it our, for you guys? In, in our case, we use a Discord server for stuff like mm. that. So in, in, we treat it as kind of like our faculty room where we would still yeah. talk about things, uh, you know, mostly about uh, talking shop. Pero... At times, you know, magchichikahan din kami. Although there was this one incident that uh, medyo nahuli kami. Somebody, uh, somebody inadvertently flashed the Discord server on screen and saw like oh, some no. of the, the things that we've been talking about. And yeah, uh, like after that incident, uh, our bosses were like, you know what, uh, please still be professional even in this Discord uh, server. Uh, which kind of sucked, but you know, it is what it is. Because, like, like, I don't know if students know this. They probably, they probably do. But like, when you're when you're in the faculty room, it's really just you know rather wild actually uh, in terms of the conversations that we we have. No, it's uh, actually pretty chaotic. Yeah, it's actually rather chaotic. It's I mean to be fair, it's it's a place where we vent. You know, then naman natin mm-hmm. lalabas lahat ng you know pagod natin and experiences. Like kind of like what we're doing right now, just you know sharing stories yeah. about uh, how their class went. Uh, and in that collaboration, you know, uh, we get to understand how can we improve our teaching. How mm-hmm. can we or, or what what can be done? Waganyan. So nakamis lang din. Any, any final thoughts on online classes? Um, anything you'd like to say? So as someone who um quit in the middle of online classes, I really like I don't think it's fair to compare this online classes to our face-to-face classes. Mm-hmm. 
So also for the students or and teachers who are listening, it's not fair to compare this because in the face-to-face classes, there was no pandemic. We weren't grieving so many things as we are now. Right. So I don't think it's all the face-to-face. It's not, it's not all the fault of the online classes. But yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. It's, yeah. it's just... I don't know that it's getting much done, which makes me very scared for all of the students in yeah. this generation. And we we put it off far too long, actually. Like at least here, yeah. um, in other in other countries, they've already started face to face class, you know, quite partially. Uh, pero sa Although I think we need to put like a pin in that. So other countries they started face to face classes, but then they would be like appear disappear one half one fourth because ah, yeah. oh, every time a kid has a COVID case, they have to close. Yeah, definitely, and then they open again, close, open again. But the fact that do they... you think that's better? Than this derechong online classes. Yeah, I was gonna say, parang the fact that they still tried it out, uh, and still went face to face, and like or at least did a hybrid of it, na parang means and face to face, means and online. Uh, I think that's still better than just going straight online classes, no. Uh, but you're right. It's not ideal what you just make to uh, with what we have. And this is pretty much to our listeners, this is pretty much our venting space of like yeah. what we had to go through, or at least in my case, what I still go through uh, yeah. in online classes. No, um, if you for our listeners, if you experience online classes either as a student or a teacher, uh, you know, sound out, uh, then let us know what you think. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram at the Pizarra Tales for any messages or comments. You can also email us thepizarratales at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, comments, or anything else you want to share with us. All right. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much, B, and thank you very much uh, to our listeners for listening to the first episode of 2022. Uh, we'll do our best to have more of them uh, in, the, in the weeks to come. The original theme music that you heard was composed by E.J. Adrelin. Once again, this is Sir J. And Miss Pobs. Wishing, wishing you a wonderful, you a wonderful day. day.